Tonight in the feed we have one of our side games. The Sprawl by Hamish is a powered by the apocalypse engine game of a dystopian cyberpunk future. Playing tonight we have Sharon, Katie, Richard, Jameis, Stephen, and a new voice to our podcast, Michael. This session ran for four hours, so it's cut in half to save your sanity. Here's The Sprawl, Session 1, Part 1. Tonight, we are playing The Sprawl, which I am going to lay out right in front that I feel ill-prepared for. I haven't had as much time as I would have liked with the PDF, so things will go slowly, um, as I do kind of have the desire to want to do it right, as in like verbatim from the book, uh, to give it a shot the way it's done. So this will be very... Uh, a simple mission to start with with our characters um it'll also also be very uh formula just by the numbers as laid out in the book uh so you know starting with getting the job legwork etc etc um <clears throat> we'll go through and introduce the player uh and their characters uh just a brief description perhaps of what they look like and uh what their specialty is and let us start off with steven Hello, I am Steven. Today I will be playing uh, Polyphonic Amperts. She's a southern raised southern belle from the southern sprawl of Gulf Coast, mainly because Stephen can only hold a southern belle falsetto for any length of time. Uh, but uh, she is a cosmetically airbrushed pinup girl who was trained to be a salesperson pilot for a new line of, uh, you know, panzers, which in this world are flying cars, essentially, or, you know, uh, helicopters without uh, blades, vertical air uh, takeoff and landing. And, uh, well, long story short, the VTOL pro line that she was attached to got canceled, and so uh, she was shipped off to Alaska as a Shadowrunner type person for to... Uh, be a deniable asset for her company, Statmire, uh, Marlon Statmire. Uh, and she's none too happy about that, but she's a, you know, surf rock punk girl, and she's ready to go take to the skies with her customized VTOL flying machine called Nelly. Nice. And Jameis. Okay, I don't have anything like that kind of story prepared. <laughs> I am playing a punk kid called Razors, because of course. <coughs> uh, black skin, purple mohawk, eye shades of the kind that look straight out of the 80s, basically. And if you have to think of the character of Bebop, well, that's just what happens. <coughs> uh, he's a hacker. He grew up on the streets being a bit of a junkie, got taken in by Vertopia as the, as one of the public good acts and is now his uh, addiction's now been switched over to tech side of things, so he's all about being up in the Matrix and playing around in there. And his avatar is a warthog. For no reason I feel like I need to get to explain. <laughs> and a uh, new voice to our podcast, uh, Michael. Hi, I'm playing Argos. He's kind of your stereotypical 
50, 60 year old soldier. He looks rather good for his age and could probably pass for 40 if you don't look too close. Nice. Uh, and Richard. Oh, I am playing Jack Rabbit Mondak. He's an infiltrator. Need to get in somewhere? He can get you in. Um. Although it looks like he's got a cyber eye. Nope, that's just a tattoo that's covering part of his face. Uh, he's thin and wiry individual with slicked back hair that could be any color he, he chooses it to be. It's all synthetic. At the moment when he's out and about, it's neon colors, right? Um, and he wears uh, good quality running shoes, but baggy gray clothing that looks like he's scratched out from somewhere. He's obviously uh, living on the street, sort of thing. Uh, His face tattoo looks kind of like, makes him kind of look like Kano from Mortal Kombat, doesn't it? (laughs) I hadn't thought of that. I guess so, yes. That's what I thought of. Uh, For the listening audience, I drew pictures of all the characters that you're about to hear about, and you can find them on the Blue Magic forums. I need the ding bell in the background when a plug goes off. <laughs> Make <Perfect>. everything corporate. <laughs> yes. Blue Magic forums corporation. <laughs> and Sharon. Uh, yeah. Hi, this is Sharon. Um, <clears throat> I'm playing. Hi. Yes, I'll be playing Sky. Um, basically, normal tall. Uh, medium heightish, black woman dresses fairly corporate, and uh, she is a fixer who generally works for Wayland Linen Supply. Uh, in terms, she has a lot of things. Mostly, she handles getting more recalcitrant uh clients on board with using our services, and sometimes takes the occasional uh side job. All right. There's a lot of deliveries. (laughs) And Katie is joining us late, so didn't have a lot of time to flesh out a character. But do you have a a feel for who uh, your character is, Katie? Um, Currently, she's an amoeba. (laughs) And uh, she's, um, her name is Cookie. That's kind of as far as I got. That's fine. But you picked the tech, or techie label. Yes, and she's going to be a tech. Okay. That'll work just fine. (laughs) The, uh... Here at uh, Steam Stealer Murder, we do not abuse small children. The crying in the background is a harried mother trying to put her children down to sleep. <laughs> Pay no attention yeah. to that. <laughs> it's not the baby's crying, it's me. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Nor we, do we discriminate against uh, mothers with their children. All are welcome at our forums. There Ding! We go. Okay, so we're going to start off... Uh, we will start off with section one, which is getting the job. And uh, the job is going to be through one of the contacts. And we will go through uh, Marlon Statmeyer, who has gone over their disposable assets. <laughs> and um, Argos, your contact, uh, who simply goes by Mr. John Smith, or Mr. Smith to you, um, t- 
typically hands you jobs now and then that Marlin needs to do, um, but wants it to be completely deniable. Um, so if you get caught, often you're, you know, you know what the deal is. You've spent a lot of your professional life doing this sort of thing. Uh, in this case, it's a minor, a, a minor balancing of the books, as you will. Uh, Mr. Smith has come to you saying that, uh, Marlin owes a small, uh, favor to a subsidy. And uh, they would like to make paid on this favor before going into the next fiscal year. And he would like you uh, to meet with a contact uh, by the name of Madison uh, for the particulars and wishes you to a, assemble a crew uh, of, of people that you've worked with that are professionals and uh, that you can trust. And you're going to be meeting at a place called RB's Donuts. You're given mm -hmm. a location on your, your link, um, a time frame of, you've got about a day to assemble your crew together. And for the listening audience, we've decided that our sprawl is going to be uh, comprised of an area of Alaska and Canada stretching from the Graham Islands uh, to the far uh, southeast up to Fairbanks in the top northwest. Uh, that's just... The larger cities between Anchorage and Fairbanks and uh, Juneau and some Canadian cities kind of all just grew and grew and grew and has become one centralized sprawl. Um, they do have zones where you are passing from U.S. to Canadian borders, but they've made it very simple. Um, so you do have <laughs> portions of the sprawl where, you know, your idents are, are checked as you go from one border to the other. But it happens so frequently Typically, it's just a matter of nanoseconds. Anyway, uh, Argos, you right. have had this dropped in your lap here. You're fulfilling a favor that Statmeyer owns, and you're asked to meet with uh, Madison at RB Donuts and to collect a crew. So who do you call? Um, first, Polly. Mm -hmm. And then... I'll handle that, and then I'll probably call Jack next. All right. Uh, so... One of the elements uh, in a lot of Apocalypse Worlds games, and this one is no exception, is uh, you start with the fiction, and the fiction kind of moves everything along. So let us let us get into character here and make your call to Polly. What would you say to Polly and uh, etc.? Hey, Polly, you hear me? Argos, <laughs> honey, what's up, sugar? Got a job. Want you to come in on it? What? Uh, how, how? What stage are we at? Gonna meet with the. Don't need Nelly tomorrow. yet, then, or do you want to ride in style? Let's keep Nelly up our sleeve for a bit. Roger Wilco. Meet me at X and such a place. X and such a place, got it. Be there before you. I'm sure you will. Okay. Uh, also, <clears throat> keep in mind you've got uh, you've got 24 hours before your meet time, so you've you've got a little time to to get a crew together and do anything otherwise. Uh, is Polly, the only person you call? Do you have links with anyone nope. else? I'm calling Jack because even though I don't fully trust him, I know he's good at what he does. Mm, there we go. Make that call. Hey, Jack. Hmm. Uh, sorry, just out of interest, what sort of communication devices do we have here? Because I've never even thought about that. Just Everybody have like, has cell phones, uh, or are they built into us? Or? They can be built in, but cell phones, most of them are probably this, you know, the size of earbuds nowadays. Uh, and you've, everybody's got their own PAN or personal access numbers. Basically all done over a widespread internet sort of uh, connections. And they can be, we will assume that if you have your 
devices are hardened or not. Uh, some of you may have chosen communication devices and uh, tagged them with hardened or not. But up to you. I assume that because we have the um, AR, the augmented reality stuff, that we'd probably be able to do video mm. calls pretty easy. Yes. Right? Oh, yes. I said Polly's was probably a video, video call. This one, not so much. No, not a video call. So. Oh, lucky you got me. I was just about to dump this one. I have to <laughs> send you my new number again. You got time for a job? Does it pay well? Depends how well we do, I guess. And since it's with me, it's going to do well. Then I got time for a job. Alright. I'm supposed to meet the client at such and such a place. I want you to go there a little bit early, case the joint for me, make sure there's no problems. Make sure there's no surprises. Uh, that's something I can probably do. I'll see what's there. Alright. You know right. to contact me. Alright, and get back to you when I know something. Okay, Argos, any other people you want to contact? Not quite yet. Okay. Uh, since you've given someone a mission uh, ahead of time, Jack will pick up with you. Is there anything you want to contact for this uh, request? Uh, I think... Um, yeah, I will contact Sky. I'm looking for somebody to come look over an area for me. I got the physical aspects down, but I don't know what sort of um, cyber uh, don't know what sort of net stuff that might be around here. Whether there's recording devices that I can't see, or whether it's EM shielded or anything like that. You know anybody, uh, Sky? Hmm. Maybe. I think I, I, might, I think I might have a person person for you. You have uh, a place I can have them meet you? Or can I just give them your number? Me at the bar. Okay. Usual place. Don't want giving out numbers before I know who this person is. Alright, cool. Uh, meet you at the, at the bar in about, uh, what? What time? About an hour? I can be there in that. Sounds good. Okay. Alright, great. Uh, we'll see you there. Click. Click. Alright, and Sky, do you contact anyone? <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I'm going to contact, uh, Razors. Yo, Sky, what up? Hey, what up? You got, uh, I may have a little bit of job for you. Just a little quickie surveillance. Uh, you interested? Yeah, I got time at the moment. Yeah, can you meet me at the bar in about an hour? Yeah, can do. Uh, if you're talking to him via video, his avatar is, you actually see a a talking warthog, you don't actually see his face. It is, it is, it is video, and yep. Sky, Sky's video is just a blank blue screen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll see you at the bar in about an hour. All right. You hear a bit of a zooming sound, so you suspect he's on his motorcycle. <laughs> nice. Uh, and we're starting in uh, Fairbanks, by the way. That's uh, where uh, we're going to put the oh, city that you're in. Forgot to mention that. Uh, okay, so what's the name of this bar that you guys are going to? I thought that was the name. Le Bar. <laughs> the Bar. Perfect. Le Bar. Le Bar. Le Bar? Okay. <laughs> a, little, uh, a little close to the Canadian uh, border there. A little influence. 
All right, so uh, the three of you meet up. Um, have the three of you been on a mission together before? Oops. Two of you have, but uh, Razor, you're you're only in through Sky. So okay. Yep. All right, you meet meet up at Le Bar. What happens? Uh, because I know that uh, we're going to. I'm going to meet up with Sky. I am wearing the top hat that I stole. And, uh, <laughs> Direct competition to <laughs> Sky. All right, I will smile at that and make some introductions. Jack Razors. Yeah. Oh, when Razors comes and he goes, hey, 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 sort of waving as if people know him, even though no one does. <laughs> <laughs> people, a few people in the corner, kind of smile, like not sure if they're supposed to, and kind of give you this half wave, like, hey, <laughs> you. Guy, yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is a, I'm illustrious, so hey, <laughs> <laughs> in his own mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hey, uh, Jack, is it okay? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's good. That seems to be your name. Or would you, would you prefer Jack the Man, Jackaroonie, Jackster? Just Jack. Just Jack. All right. <laughs> Makes a note down. Just Jack. All right. All right. So, uh, Jack, why don't you uh, lay out the job, job details and uh, payment for uh, razors here? Uh, Standard deal, I'm assuming. You know, I get my ten percent here. <laughs> Introductions. Yeah. Um. Well, for the moment, it's just scouting out a place where there's a potential, where there's a meet going down. So, I presume we're all going to be getting on the job that's going down for the meet as well. To talk to, um, oh, that soldier guy, um, uh, Argos. Yeah, Argos. I don't know. He's the one putting this together. Just the hired hand now. So contact him if you want any more details other than, hey, we're going to place X. Corner of X and Y. I don't know. <laughs> RB's Donuts. Uh, I think Argos uh, told oh. you where the spot was. A uh, very famous place in, in around. Uh, it, it makes uh, donuts the old-fashioned way, handmade and deep-fried in animal fat. You just don't get that kind of food anymore. <laughs> That is Can't not something we can afford. Yeah, I'm more used to the protein tunes from collagen. Uh, <laughs> well, if nothing else, we'll get to sniff the rarefied air up there and smell what those other things I like. Not the up east or wherever, wherever the rich area is. Well, we'll get it done. Okay, we're doing this now? Uh, yep, we got to do this before uh, day's out. All right. We all sit at the bar. Yeah. I'll <laughs> this guy. No, we're done. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So, um, okay, so... Uh, Jack, what do you need razors to do for you? Check out the place. That's what we're going there to do. Look it over, see how 
See what sort of security they got there. From, uh, from a net perspective, I, mean, I can look at all the physical stuff and see what's going on there. I don't know what sort of electronics they'll have in there, though. That's what I want to know. Somebody's obviously picked this um, place for a meet for a reason, so let's see if we can find out what the reason is. Whether it's somewhere they control, or whether it's just a neutral ground, or whether there's somebody there owes them a favor and they're going to black out the um, security cameras for the night, so nobody knows what's going on, or whether it's a setup. You know, a bunch of a bunch of people from the lower side of the city going into this donut place easily get rounded up and taken away by the uh, Atlas. Nobody would question that. So let's go take a look. Yeah, let's go take a look. All right, All right. So you're gonna do that uh, in physical space, uh, just drive through and take a look at where it is, etc. You guys have probably heard about it. I mean, it's a pretty famous place, and it is just at the economic level where you guys may have gone once or twice in your life if you saved up your your discretionary spending for a month or so. <laughs> it's it's fancy, but it's kind of low grade fancy. But uh, at very least, you know where it is. Look at them fancy people. They're wearing shoes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, should have brought the top hat as well, not just when I was at the bar. Uh, My fear. Huh? Can you do a lot of this checking from? I guess this place's parking lot. For that matter, um, you could also check out its uh, its link location. I mean, just about yeah. everything is connected to the net. Yeah, so. but if there's a local uh, area networks that I want to know about, mm-hmm. it'll be better to actually, have to actually be in the area to find out. Yeah. So it would need to be in the area. Yeah, so I can, this I'm is saying, why I wanted you, your expertise. Yeah. <laughs> we go well, there, we're we in, investigate. We're in, we're in a fancy area. <laughs> Of the yep. um, of this thing, I will declare a contact. As is what I'm looking for here is, um, I know a lot of low level sort of people, so there is somebody around here who is uh, a street cleaner that I know. So I say, hey, can I borrow your uniform and uh, your equipment for a while, and then I can go past the donut place while checking it out, or oh dear, my machine here is broken down and I need to quickly fix it, so I get some time to just look it over from the outside uh, see what's going on Sure, uh, what cool. you have is a contact who works at Squeaky Clean which is who the city hires out to keep their uh, <laughs> to keep their streets uh, clean of refuse, uh, etc and uh you know uh you know jack uh you know these uh these uh street cleaning machines here aren't exactly cheap uh i don't mind you i, I can outfit you with a uniform i can get you on the payroll for the day for a ride along but i'm going to have to i'm going to have to be behind the wheel is that going to be all right with you i don't think i got a problem with that i mean um the street cleaning machine is there enough room in the street cleaning machine for two people I, I'm going to say that you're on like a video call or just a, a voice conference call. Um, yeah. 
It's like, sure, little lady. It's a huge, well, well, it, it's mo. Okay, so, yeah, how many we talk? Maybe three or four people tops. Well, if you're all cozy with one another, I'm sure we can get you in. That sounds off to the, off to the side and out of hearing range. I'm going to ask, uh, Razors, if uh, we put you in that, in that vehicle, do you think you can do an assessment from there? Yeah, as long as I've got my deck with me and as uh, long as my body will be safe and their, their machine, uh, cleaning machine. Uh, and yeah, go ahead and let's do a hit the street roll for your contact there. Let's just see if you can get anything else out of it. So just just for calling him your contact, he's uh, he'll uh, he'll he'll allow you to have some uniforms and come along for the ride. But let's see if you can get anything else out of that. So it is a style roll. That's 2d6 plus your style. Uh, you take the disabled access machine for that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are we trying uh, to run high yeah. or low? Uh, low is bad. Yeah, you need... <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's great. Double ones to start with. This is... Yeah, no, that's fine. Here, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that that actually fits along perfectly with. Uh, he's not going to just let you have a truck. He's going to come along for the ride, and uh, yeah. So that's that's the negative to it. Uh, the other negative when you get there, and we'll just uh, move along to when you're with your buddy here, who is let's see, Scuzzy. What's <laughs> the cleaning company? His name's Lou, actually. L U G H. Lou. And uh, you know he's got the the gray onesie on with his name stitched on it. And uh, when you show up, uh, he just starts uh, handing out uh, his uh, utility uh, uh, onesies for the day. And apparently, uh, your your name is uh, Thor. <laughs> and he hands uh, uh, let's see, uh, Sky. You get a utility that says your name's Carol. <laughs> and uh, Razors is apparently Mike for the day. Uh, and the suits smell like, uh, they've been worn for a few days and someone's taken some, uh, antiseptic spray and sprayed them down a little bit, but they're kind of, you know, they're a little stiff, uh, from probably body sweat. Hey, this don't go with my style, man. He looks at your mohawk, looks at the suit and says, style, you see, you got some of that, huh? Good stuff, dude. Rub a hand over the uh, purple mohawk. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so the street cleaning machine that uh, he's uh, he's kidding out as you guys arrive is a monstrosity. I mean, it takes up half the road. Uh, it definitely has enough space. Uh, when he turns it on and everybody jumps into the cab, it's really loud. It shakes around and it crawls about 10 miles an hour. Uh, it is so loud inside, you've got to shout at one another to be heard. So uh, where do we need to be cleaning today? Outside the donut shop. Ooh, fancy place. Yeah, we got contracts with them. Uh, he pulls it up on his uh, pan, looks at uh, his list for the day. He says, uh, yeah, we're actually scheduled out there today. This should be just fine. Uh, ooh. Okay. Um, he looks around at you guys for a bit, and he says, uh, hey, uh, here, hey, hey, buddy. And he hands a uh, razor uh, uh, like a cap. He says, um, why don't you cover up that dew of yours? Oh, I don't cover this up for nothing. Well, um, uh, seeing as uh, looks like we need a security clearance to get through this area to do the cleaning, uh, 
I would say either cover it up uh, or maybe get your friends busted here. You gotta look the professional part, you know? I thought I was gonna be hiding inside this thing, not being front and center. Well, you know, sometimes they just pass us through, sometimes they look in the cab. We do got dress codes around here, right? Uh, you do. Doesn't meet them so well. Uh, come on, Mike, just put the cap on for the day. I think so. Yeah, you I put the cap what. on. He, you uh, put he, the cap on, but the, the, the hair is actually still sticking up because it's high enough that the cape's actually perched still above his head, and you can still see some of the dude. He gives you a <laughs> he gives you a cap that's uh, brightly colored and like neon purple. It says here. <laughs> I mean, this will fit your style a bit more. <laughs> that's more like it. Uh, yeah, and he goes through, and uh, he waves his. Uh, he's got like a little digital tablet, tablet, and he waves it over your the names on each of your vests. And he's like, "Okay, okay, yeah, that'll all check out. Uh, we're good. Just uh, smile and nod if any of the good officers uh, want to take a look at the cab. All right? You leave the talking to me. I uh, smile and nod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on! I'm going to put her in high gear now! All at 10 miles an hour! Yeah! <laughs> and, uh, you start creeping down the street. Um, one of the nice things about having a vehicle this big is everybody gets out of your way. But still, at 10 miles an hour, uh, it takes a bit. You do uh, enter in an area where they do have... Uh, it's This is not a arcology so it's not like a uh, perimeter surrounded and all fenced in or anything, but there is a uh, police uh, <sighs> checkpoint. Um, not really a barricade, but they do have like a couple of pillars set out uh, across the roadway here, and there are scanners uh, that are scanning down uh, license plates, registrations, etc. As you're going through, you do see a couple of cars that are being pulled over uh, by the local police, and uh, Lou. Uh, let's see. Uh, Who's his contact with this? That was Jack's contact. Lou, uh, Lou's crossing his fingers both on his right, left hand. He's holding onto the steering wheel. He starts singing, uh, kind of humming a nervous tune and whistling. Uh, a little bit of sweat coming off his head. Just stay calm and. I don't know. I just remembered the last time I did a favor in you. <laughs> I was in jail for a week, Jack. I don't remember that happening. Maybe over somewhere else. You right. cold. <clears throat> so, uh, the street cleaning car, uh, does, uh, clear through just fine. Um, uh, probably Razor, I would assume that you're, you always have some kind of check on to see if you're being scanned or if your personal, uh, electronics are being scoped out. And in this case, yes, uh, there is a brief scan as the truck goes through. Um, apparently no flags really go up anywhere as, uh, it doesn't seem to, uh, cause any alarms or anyone come out to pull over the car. It's got stealth too, so it's possibly just doesn't look like it fits them anyway. Yep. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, streetcar gets out in front of, uh, R&Bs. Uh, this is pretty, uh, pretty happening place. They're all kind of, uh, VTOL, uh, craft, uh, normal streetcars. Uh, lots of motorbikes uh, out front. Um, the whole place is built in kind of like a, a cylinder. It's uh, it's glass all the way around. Uh, it looks like it's about two stories tall. Uh, if, yeah, if you just kind of uh, imagine a, a glass cylinder with a cement top, um, each of the 
glass windows. Most of them are doors, so people are just you know coming in and out the whole time. There are people skating around uh, and uh, delivering uh, boxes. Just a lot of the cars that are parked around as well. Uh, seems to be a really busy place. Uh, and so he drops down the cleaning paddles, and this will allow you to have some time in front of it without looking conspicuous as they start cleaning up uh, the street corner. All right. It's set to work then, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I help clean the place while getting a good view of the inside and the outside and all the possible exits, etc. That's what I'm looking to do here. Sure. You hop out yeah. with a, a stiff bristle broom and uh, one of these little uh, prodding things that pick up litter and you've got your little side satchel for a garbage bag. And uh, why don't you go ahead and do me an assess move? This is uh, 2d6 plus your edge. Let's see if I can roll double ones again, eh? Woo! Oh, an 11. That's pretty good. Oh, wow. Old three. Um, okay. <clears throat> so uh, you've got uh, three hold that you can use in the ensuing First scene. Thing Go ahead. Is um, who is really in control here? I want to see if the management are actually running this place or whether they're beholden to somebody else. Hmm. That is a good question. Um, Taking a look at uh, the parking lots, uh, you're, you're, you're noticing that uh, there are a lot of uh, unmarked security cars around. You know that they belong to security forces because they got a, you know, more antenna than necessary. You notice that they're all kitted up. They've got either front or rear ramming plates, uh, armored sides. Uh, they all look like they all rolled off the same motor pool. They don't have any insignias on them, but they just kind of smell like cop to you. Um, the place is a very open structure. I mean, like, you can see right into it. You can see the establishment. No one really eats there. It's all either come in, take out, or they bring it out to the car. Uh, it doesn't even look like there's any place for the employees to stay. Um, like, you, know, you can see straight through the facility. So there's no other rooms or offices or anything. So you think that whoever runs or manages the place is probably not present. Uh Thinking of how else to, to slant that for you. Um, yeah, I got nothing else I can give you there. Um, you don't think uh, that whoever runs this place is probably on premises. Uh, they've got a lot of really young people that are carting the donuts out, and you can see all the employees inside. None of them look uh, particularly old. Uh, all, you know, teens or early 20s. Okay. That's but the unmarked, like uh, the unmarked uh, cop cars are a little bit of a an interesting item. And they're, I mean, they're private security rather than... Um, yeah, yeah. Well, there isn't any real cops, is there? Well, the the cities do have a small police force, but they don't go on, like, uh, your domestics or small dispute sort of things. This they're mostly donut, bureaucrats. This is a donut place. This is a donut they place. Are cop, but <laughs> I don't think they get paid well enough to eat here all the time, so it's probably... Well, there's be something for somebody else to take a research at, I guess. Mm-hmm. Look over the see if it's got any publicly declared businesses. All right, Razors, are you going to take a look at its uh, yep. cyber holdings? Sure. Okay. Uh, so while you find its interface pretty easily, its public face is pretty simple. 
uh, you know, akin to a web page. It's a virtual tour of the inside. Tells you what all their donuts uh, flavors are, what it's made from, where everything's sourced from. Uh, that's all public information. Uh, you find the back door, though, if you want to try and log into the system. That's okay. it. Login Sim- move. Sim. Sim- yep. Boom. Ten. Yes. Ten. Okay. You're in clean. Uh, let's see. Yep. Nothing triggered. Nothing else. Uh, an interesting thing to you, once you're in, uh, it has no functions outside of a storefront. Like you see a cash register system running that's able oh. to take and, uh, you know, take credits, et cetera. But there are nothing else on the premises. There's no security, no cameras. Um, you don't even see, uh, what they would have like a, like a, a panic button, like a distress signal to get the local, whoever's been on the payroll for, uh, police, et cetera. They don't even have that. Like the inside has n- nothing. And <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that's very odd. Very, very odd. This doesn't seem like anything's hidden, or just it just is not there at all. It's not there at all, uh, other than a, ba- a basic cash register function that runs on there. Uh, the one system that you see in there, there's nothing else. Okay, something I want to do, and this can either be a compromised security and replace systems. I just want to put a basically another backdoor in there that I can trigger. It's going to decay after 24 hours. Basically, when I'm there, when we're there for the meet, I can trigger this to create a form of chaos. And the cash register system to create a diversion. Okay. Um, let's do a manipulate systems roll. Okay. It's also a synth roll. Yep. Eight. One and hold. Eight this time. Okay. One hold. All right. Good enough. Yep. All right. So you put that, in a back yep. door that you can uh, trigger. Maybe maybe something as simple as like setting uh, so that their systems can't read the chips or something, which will cause yeah. A bit of it's a just a really basic thing. All the cash registers obviously going to go free coupons for everyone. Yay! Yes. Why would any corporation do that? <laughs> and uh, Sky, um, what are you doing? I'm going to um, just keep an eye out to make sure that no one uh, approaches uh, the street sweeper too closely. Um, or takes undue interest in it and try to do that unobtrusively while look, while looking like I'm paying attention to what Lou is doing. Like right. I'm a student. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Go ahead and give me an assess to see if you notice anything. That That's... is a plus edge. Okay. Ooh. Nine. <sighs> okay. Um, okay, hold one. Okay, so you can ask a question off the list, or you can just hold on to a question for later. Um, the the question the 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 security cars they all look the same. Do the people in the security cars look like they're wearing any sort of uniform or the same nondescript cut of suit or something? Windows are blacked out, so you can't tell if there's anyone in them. But all the cars, uh, even the registration numbers, look like they all came from the same pool. Uh-huh. Okay. Actually, when you're, uh, since you're watching, over time, one of the, uh, the skating bellhops come over with a couple of boxes, and uh, one of the cars uh, rolls down the tinted windows, and beefy hand uh, sticks out, and uh, the box is uh, handed over. And uh, a person skates away. Uh, so it looks like, at least in this one, there was someone in it. And just, you know, moments after getting the delivery, car starts up uh, and pulls out of the parking lot. And two more follow behind. Hmm. 
Okay. Possibly a high-end client and his bodyguards. Are um are those all the cars that came out of the same look like they came out of the same pool or yeah, just Yeah, they're all the ones that uh you know they look like normal street cars at least uh, from a layman's eye, but you know looking better at it you can see that the windows are reinforced, the side panels reinforced, the front and back bumpers could actually make really good battering rams if it, if the cars had to run into something. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I'm going to do for right now. Okay. Uh, well, let's say that uh, you guys have done your reconnaissance. Uh, everybody gets back in, and the street uh, street sweep machine finishes off the block. Uh, at any point, you guys can uh, hop out. Although, uh, it will be easier for you to clear back out of security, uh, not if you were in the truck. Yeah. That's, yeah. We're going to. Stay until we get back out of, outside of security. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so uh, you back. You compare information with what you found. What literally you found with each other. Uh, now what? Well, I give my information to Jack because he's the one who, quote unquote, hired me for this particular moment. So it's up to him. Jack. Yeah, I was muted. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, sorry. I had three other. There was one other question, which is uh, entrances and exits. I just want to say that I planned out the best way out of there if things go down in a hurry. Sure. Lots of entrances and ex- exits. Uh, the whole place, again, is like a cylinder, and uh, there are glass panes that make up uh, basically all the walls all the way around it. Looks like every other pane is a door. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots Painting? of things and outs. Even the pain can be a door. <laughs> uh, the website also says they're 24, uh, 24-hour operation. They're open all day and night. Oh. Excellent. All right. Well, there we go. Um, yeah, so I will report in to get off all the information. No, wait. It's uh, nothing there. Um, no. It's really just like it's a kiosk. Which, if anything happens to it, they're just going to, corporations just going to say, yes, yeah, Sodom. They don't care. The most interesting bit to you is the fact that there is no security cameras nor what appears to be any kind of security systems. As a matter of fact, looking, uh, we'll, uh, you didn't say this, but I'm going to assume that Razor would do this. Uh, looking sure. at nearby surrounding buildings, none of their security cameras point towards the donut shop. It's a dead zone. No cameras. Sounds like a specifically set up dead zone for meetings. All right, well, it's interesting. What do you actually find an operator's place? Never mind, this is information. From the sound of it, this is, from the sound of this, this is, uh, it looks like it's a neutral, a neutral spot. No, or fairly neutral, no cameras, so people can have all their rendezvous there, sight unseen, so to speak. Uh, Do we want to move to actually getting the job at some point? Because we can just so fast, we all the time on. Just examining the city. Yeah. All right. So going back out again, uh, you exit in the street, street cleaner, and again, everything is scanned. Um, I'll just give this to Razor since, again, he's probably – you've got systems up looking for your scanning. Uh, essentially, it's just scanning everybody's pan, your personal numbers, to see if any of them are uh, – have been flagged criminal. So, like, if, you're, if you've gone through processing, et cetera, basically all your life's information is set up on your pan. Is anyone uh, – I don't believe anyone – has been has an arrest record. No one had really said anything about it in their character creation. So I'm assuming everybody's clean, or at yep. least have new clean IDs that say you're clean. Yep. And if you don't, I can I can get those for you. 
or at least haven't been caught. <laughs> right. Um, you would also suspect that if you didn't have a pen, not everyone has to, but it becomes a hassle to move into more protected neighborhoods if you don't. Kind of like have, not having a social security card in the U.S. It's possible, but there's a lot of things you just can't do without one. All right, so uh, Jack, go ahead and make that call back to Argos then. Well, I just do uh, a dump on Mr. Hey, I've got a couple other people in to help me out. Sky, she got in this punk guy who seemed to know what he was doing, which is a good thing. uh, This is what we learned. I don't know how good it will go for the meeting that you want to go down, but you got your entrances, your exits, and uh, there's no security watching. Sounds good. Can I get you to come back, time of the meet, make sure I don't get sniped? I don't like glass buildings. Well, I never even thought about whether if there was snipers from outside, I'll, um, it's not really my thing, but I'll take a look and see what I know. Hey, Bert, I didn't ask earlier, but would I know anything about the Marlin Statmeyer subsidiary that I'm supposed to be doing a favor for? Nope, because he didn't tell you who you're doing a favor for. Okay. <laughs> Just that uh, someone called in a chip, and they're using you as the asset to pay off the debt. Okay. I've got nothing else. Okay. Uh, we will go to the meet then. Uh, we'll assume people get there in various ways. And again, as long as uh, no one has a criminal record, and since no one has heat on them yet, uh, you're able to pass into these protected zones just fine. So the meet is uh, not quite nighttime. It's, you know... Sun's going down. It's a little dark. Uh, R&B at, uh, at night is lit up like a Christmas tree. They've got different colored, multicolored lights that sweep on the outside that look really interesting reflected off their glass uh, framework. Um, it's, it's almost like a little beacon. And uh, it is even more busy now than it was during the day. Uh, there's cars just packed in the parking lot. Lots of motorcycles. Uh, Argos, uh, you roll up with... Uh, Polly? I think we're actually going separately, so Argos to take the public transit, whatever that is, mm-hmm. and then walk. Okay. Are you taking anyone into the meet with you, or are you going by yourself? I'm going are with you? Polly. We're meeting there, but... All right. But you... Just uh, not riding roll, yet. Not there separately. Okay, good enough. So, uh, Polly and Argos uh, walk in. Um, you're really not told what to expect, just that your contact would uh, be main Madison. And you go in. Uh, there's a pretty large queue, uh, but they're taking orders not just at like the register, but there are people uh, on skates that are rolling around the crowd, taking orders as they go. You know, they've got little digital pads. Everything's being put in. Uh, boxes are being moved around. There are a few places where you can stand, and there's a small, like small round tables that come up out of the floor. Uh, no place for you to sit and eat. You get the idea that that's all the aesthetic. Yeah, it's supposed to be quick in, quick out, and they don't want people loitering around. So nothing comfortable. Um. They have uh, their their waitrons, we'll call them, that are skating around. <laughs> Apparently, they're calling out the names of people when they can't find them on their pans. Uh, mostly, you can just, you know, if, you're, if your pan is on and you don't mind people knowing where you are, they can locate you that way. But a few people are just calling out of the crowd uh, a name here and there. Uh, Argos, are you a punctual man or are you arriving early? Definitely arriving a little bit early. Okay, arriving a little bit early. Uh, so you're looking around the crowd. Nothing really stands out. Uh, again, this is a fairly young crowd, uh, late teens to early 20s. There's a lot of people that are 
and uh, we'll call them faux biker regalia. You know, very too clean to actually be biker gang. And uh, biker gang wouldn't spend that this kind of money in a place like this. Um, so you've got people that are, are posers, uh, trying rubbers. trying to look rough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're rubbers. Um, Rich urban bikers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> All right. So uh, what do you do? Um, you're not exactly who to look for. Um, again, the place is pretty packed, standing room only. There are no places to seat. Uh, either one of you, you or Polly, doing anything special? How early do you get here? Polly gets here first. She just right. comes roaring up, hopping off the back of a bike of one of these rubbers. Just found somebody that was going in the right direction. <laughs> Perfect. I like it. Rode yes. up behind her. Wave chow, just waltzes right into the place, not a care in the world. She starts looking around, slides down her uh, future aviators, and is like, looks around, looks around. Oh, you know what? Roll plus edge. Uh, oh. Since since Polly is uh, kind of a, a public figure, mm-hmm. uh, there might be people. This, this might actually be your group of people. A nine. A, a few people recognize you, and so there's a there's a little bit of buzz going around. It's like, hey, isn't that that uh, girl that did the posters? Uh, you know, you're getting a few looks from the uh, the, the the poser bikers. <laughs> also, the surf rock uh, fans. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, with a nine, you know, there's there's a little like, oh, it might be her, may not, but there's a little bit of buzz going around. A few tentative people come up, and uh, one of them even has like one of your last posters that you did before uh, you were on the outs. It's like, hey, is this you? Can you sign it? Anything for a fan. She signs. She signs that. She signs his forehead. She signs uh, uh, <laughs> the person next to his arm. Polyphonic. <laughs> All right, yeah, so uh, a little bit of a stir going on from that. Um, we'll say Argos comes in afterwards. How early are you, Argos? Probably about 10 minutes. Okay, nice. So uh, Polly's already started a scene, so you're able to kind of scope out what's going on. Um, again, she's got a few people around her, and there are other people in the crowd that are kind of paying attention. A lot of people just don't care. You know, they're just waiting in line. Um, when Argos is with Polly, people don't notice Argos. <laughs> or generally anybody else. Mm-hmm. Argos is standing behind and the opposite direction of Polly. So they've got 360 division between the two of them. Okay, sounds good. Uh, place is packed. Uh, there is a little bit of music playing in the background. Uh, you know, the top 40 sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> probably distasteful for both of you. Um I um, hate the classics. <laughs> uh, and at this point in time, uh, since you've asked them to cover to you, Jack, you're outside. What are you doing? And did you bring anyone with you for this part of it? Well, I was thinking that um, if Argos is afraid of getting shot, perhaps we might need a medical type person as well. Is that a thing? <laughs> Oh yeah, don't don't worry about Katie. I've got her in. Uh, for okay. This. Yep. Fine. I don't bring a medical type person. I let Argos get shot. Um. Polly's a medical type person. <laughs> Basis of her having a high cool, which is also the first aid rule. Uh, yeah. uh stat. Well, there's not really uh, anything I really know here. I mean, I'll keep the place under observation. It's mm-hmm. a 360 degrees, so the shot could come <laughs> yes. from anywhere. So, Very good. 
I mean, there's not really anything I can do unless you could be here to identify his body. That's, that's yeah, pretty much <laughs> what I was thinking. But uh, hey, at least you're getting paid for it, right? Well, I don't know. Not if he dies, I doubt. <laughs> um, I don't really know anybody who's good at that. So yeah. So Jack comes alone. I guess so. Right, Question. Fine. Yes. You said it was a two-story building, right? Uh, two stories tall. It's just one building. Uh, it just rises that high. Okay. Uh, it's like there's not a separate floor that's closed off. You, I mean, you can see completely through the whole structure. Uh, All right. Um, oh, go ahead. Yes. Guy is actually going to go and check out these donuts. <laughs> so you were interested in her. Okay, we'll say you're in there too then. Uh, yes, but not with them. I'm going to come right. in. I'm going to come in um, maybe a few minutes uh, after Argos and to, an- to another place, another portion. Get my order, go to another area of the of the building to uh, Perfect, since uh, slowly. Uh, Polly interferes. Uh, since she was not told Sky would be here at all, she's like, Sky, baby, oh, no. come over. <laughs> over here, honey. Argus is resting. and I are over, drags her through the crowd, starts making interactions. <laughs> I haven't no. seen you since that other gig. What have you been up to? <laughs> oh, Amazing okay. meeting you here. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I just had to try out the, do- the the donuts here. I've heard there so much about them. I wanted to try them. Oh, you hear that, gang? Sky, my friend Sky would like to try some of the donuts. Let's get her some, an arrangement of options. <laughs> All right. So a few people that were uh, were interested in you actually uh, uh, have the cred to, uh, to get a few donuts uh, and bring over like a, a small uh, half dozen box uh, for you and uh, you and Sky. Um, while this is going on, we're going to say the time for the meeting is up. And just as uh, Argos, you're checking the time, uh, you hear one of the Waitrons zoom by on a set of skates calling out, Madison, 12 pack for Madison. And uh, a red haired woman um, towards the back who has, uh, Katie, are you with us? Perhaps she's not back with us yet. She said, uh, you are back. Okay, so Katie's character, <laughs> who will describe herself when she's come back, uh, is uh, next to this person who has identified herself as Madison. She raises one finger, and uh, the Waitron uh, buzzes over and uh, puts a, a couple of boxes on one of these stand-up platforms that she's been waiting behind. I will meander over there. Okay. Madison is uh, dressed in what would a patch uh, for for um, what would pass for business casual for uh, a young free spirit. I will say <laughs> it is uh, it's definitely uh, uh, not very flamboyant, uh, kind of grays and black color, but it's cut to a more modern, uh, more youthful aesthetic, and uh, she's got kind of. Very, very rich red hair, but it's very short and bobbed. Uh, it's longer in the back, but she's got it kind of bunned up. Uh, and she's got uh, glasses on, which you can tell have uh, 
the VR link uh, built into them because you can kind of see some data scrolling over the left lens as you walk up. How do you introduce yourself? Hi, Miss Madison. I believe we are to meet today. Uh, she looks down at her watch. She says, hmm, punctual. That's good. Uh, she proffers her hand. You can call me Madison. Your uh, employer uh, says that uh, you will be very useful for mm, a problem uh, that has arisen. Uh, she just kind of motions you over to to join her at the small table. Uh, the crowd is thick enough that uh, you know leaning in um, to be heard is uh, you know you don't have to yell to be heard, but you do have to be a little a little close to be able to make out one one another's hearing. Uh, to submit my XP marking for illustrious, I waltz all over on over with uh, Argos, drawing all my attention with me. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Oh, I kick up my uh, feet on the table. There's no say. Oh yeah, there's a table, no but you can't keep your you can't kick your feet up on it because there's no place to sit. She kicks up her feet on the table. <laughs> she puts one foot on the table, leaning in on it, like you do when, you, when they give you no chairs. So Argos's head is resting in his hand again. I'm sorry, Argos is what? Argos's head, oh, face yeah. is resting in his hand again. <laughs> so, Madison, this is. Polyphonic. Nice to meet you. She blinks a few times, gets, just the, gets a very slow, cold gaze at Polly, looks back over at Argos and says, well, there goes the professionalism that I was uh, <laughs> promised. Oh, hush your mouths, honey. You see, if you try to avoid attention too much, it just tends to attract the attention. Just go with the flow. Spill the gig already. Uh, you say this as your uh, crowd of onlookers that were with you are crowding behind you, hanging on your every word. It's true. No one will take this meeting seriously. She sighs and says, ah, well, I suppose you would know best. I haven't really. Uh, hmm. She just shakes her head. Um, and uh, her aide uh, has a. Uh, uh, a pad, a, a data pad uh, that she hands over and she lays it on the table on top of the box of donuts and says, well, what I have for you is an acquisition gig. Um, there is a, have you ever heard of ice nine? Can't say that I have. When she says ice, does she mean like the computer programs that attack people? Um, she doesn't, you could think that, uh, so that's what I'm what assuming at the moment. Okay. So what do you say? I may have come up, <clears throat> be familiar with it. Okay. She nods her head and says, good. Yeah. It's uh, not many people have. It's the newest thing on the streets. Uh, promises a quick high and mellow low. Uh, you can't find too much of it. And I need it in bulk. Uh, Katie is back. Okay. So Katie, uh, they have yes. just met their potential employer and you were there with the employer. You were brought in by the person they're getting the job from. What do you look like? Um, well, I'm short with a pixie cut and kind of nondescript at the moment. Just kind of blending in the background. Oh, perfect. You match your boss, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so you've just handed, handed over uh, a data pad to her, which she's placed out in front of uh, Polyphonic and uh, Argos. Um, and basically on this tablet, it's showing you a chemical structure. Um, and it flips over to uh, a short uh, description of what the drug uh, is purported to do, some of its benefits, some of the downs, etc. She says, um, it's not in large production yet. It's uh, hitting the street slowly. Uh, there are a lot of... Uh, Connections that are selling it here and there, particularly uh, up here uh, in Fairbanks. Um, it's just started to come out. Uh, unfortunately, we can't wait for the supply to get richer. We need a large amount of it uh, yesterday. Uh, and she pans over. Uh, we're looking for about five kilos of the stuff. We have it on good authority uh, that a local drug running group uh, has this much in stock, but they are waiting to distribute it uh, until they have hyped it up a bit more, driven the price up before uh, they introduce it in large amounts to the public. We need you to acquire five kilos of this for us. All right. Shouldn't be too difficult. How soon did you want that again? Mm, as soon as possible. Uh, have I heard of this stuff before ice nine yeah. uh how connected is sky to the drug running trade uh, probably not extremely connected she might have heard something okay uh unless you have uh, unless you want to declare a contact uh that might be uh within a group that would move drugs you probably would not have heard of it it's like it's brand new on the market um, yeah, I actually am going to declare a contact. I know people. Okay. Uh, so you're going to declare a contact that uh, may be in the drug trade. All right. So go yeah. ahead and roll for me. Uh, 2d6. What is it? Um, contacts. Uh, style. Okay. Rolling, rolling plus size style. Okay. Very good. Um, let's see. What do you get with that? Contact you get. All right, so you have a contact. Um, you actually have a PAN number if you want to give them a call um, and say, and we'll say with a ten that you do remember your contact talking about this that it was going to be hyped to be the next big thing. Um, it uh, it has euphoric effects. Uh, it has a good long high and it has minimal effects on the downside. Um, it's supposedly in very small supply. And right now, essentially, it's being given out as samples to some of the better buyers, like just to get the hype up. So you know a little bit about it, and you got a contact that may have an in for getting like maybe a sample, uh, or at least getting you into who might be running it. Okay, so you okay. Can whatever you want to that to yourself or not. I'm going to keep that to myself right now. Right. Um... I guess you were dragged along with uh, Polly, since uh, Polly dragged her whole retinue over. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Come to the point where I should probably roll. Uh, not yet. Uh, well, uh, it depends. Um, so the, what you would be doing is rolling the get the job edge, uh, which would be a plus edge. But if anyone wants to help you do better at that, or if you want to um, do anything I else before you make that roll, let me know. I have helped by being very impressive. Uh, no, no, you haven't. You have made a detriment in this. 
by my unorthodox style. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to assess that is uh, hindering. <laughs> this woman does not like the fact that you're drawing attention to this communication. She's, ah, but to as an added bonus, because she's very uncomfortable, she's not on her game to negotiate the best deal. <laughs> that is how I am couching my, I am helping by being very impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. If you want to get right to the particulars, you can make the get the job uh, roll. Uh, polyphonic is not helping. Is going to assess a minus two to this. What? No, that's not the rules. <laughs> yes, it is. Fiction first, rule second. And this woman does not like the fact that you have brought a lot of attention onto this. <laughs> all right. Because of my era professionalism, I actually uh-huh. get two from that roll. All right. Seven. 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 Okay, so choose one. Employer provides useful information. Employer provides useful gear or an asset. The job pays well. Or uh, the meeting doesn't attract attention is off the books because, uh, yeah, <laughs> the attention was brought. Well, that's the... And the employer that's... is identifiable is the other thing you can choose. Um, I think I'll take the employer provides useful information. Okay. And as I said, from the era professionalism. Mm-hmm. I get the extra one, so job pays well. Okay. Uh, useful information. Um, the useful uh, information the is going to... The plus two from professional just cancel out the minus two from Polly. Yeah. No, it, it adds... Uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it just gives you a one hold no matter what ha- roll you make. Well, did you take the minus two into account then when you did your roll? Because then that would be a five and you didn't succeed. I thought we were ignoring that Polly was even there for th- the roll. Oh no no no! Pa- Polly is influencing the role, but no, this is this is fine. We'll take the seven for this. Uh, Polly being there is removing some things from the table. Mean, mainly being doesn't attract attention. Your, your attention's attracted. You can't get away from that. <clears throat> All right. So useful information. Uh, part of the deal is you need to take. Uh, she introduces you to Cookie, her assistant here. Uh, she will be the go-between. Uh, she will need to be taken on this mission. Uh, and she knows quite a bit about the drug. She can verify if it's really what they're looking for, um, if it's fake, uh, because it's possible that the drug connection uh, is either cutting it uh, so that it is not as strong as they need it to be. They need the pure stuff. Uh, or they're handing out fake samples. So Cookie can verify. And as far as uh, the job pays well, yes, uh, the, her initial offering um, is quite high, which may lead you to be a little suspicious. Suspicious. I was hoping I could cash in my intel to figure out more about the group I'm going against and why they'd need to hire, why they'd have to call in a favor with Statmeyer. I hoping I can get that. And Cookie may, meet, may need no more uh, if you question her. But uh, the useful information, uh, they're going to give you a person that can answer specific questions. And also make sure that it mm-hmm. actually is the right drug. All right. That'll work. So uh, you're accepting the contract. And however you want to farm out the work by what you're getting paid is up to you. <clears throat> so uh, being the professional that she is, Madison actually gives you half of what she's promising up front. Uh, given okay, that you... sorry, you wanted to do this by the rules. That's mm-hmm. not the way it no, works. Please. Is it not? Uh, no, oh, everybody, that's right. Gotta... We, everybody wages 
wages. Yeah, wages up a certain amount of cred. Everybody starts with five credits for the for starting characters. And everybody wages up one, two, or three credits. And then you get paid an amount based on what comes, uh, based on how, uh, is it the action clock or is it the intel clock? Based it's on the clock at the end. Okay, so, uh, so they, they, don't offer, uh, they don't uh, offer up anything at the beginning because I'm still on the get the job roll at the very beginning. Correct. Right. Right. Uh, at the when you uh, get uh, get there's a move get paid, uh, and at that time. Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, so you don't get anything up front. Right. You mm-hmm. get uh, either two or three times what uh, you wagered. Ah. Uh, okay. Three times because we have Argos, and he'll probably choose the. Well, he just chose the job pays well. That increases it to three times, and uh, and he has several options. He'll probably roll for at the end of the mission on the get the paid roll, like not a setup or anything like that. But that's for later. Okay, yeah. So we're get the job. So there is no opportunity to get any money ahead of time. Uh, well, actually, I suppose that if you chose provide useful assets, that would be kind of a uh, they would yes. give you something to provide gear. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so we've done the get the job, and you have gotten job pays well, and you have cookie, which will give you in- more useful information as you may need it. All right. Okay. So yeah, we'll 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 go with that. Do you want to be able oh. to clear with there, and uh, up as it were? Uh, well, Polly is, uh, this sounds like it's going to be a smuggling run at the end, so it's going to, uh, hinge probably at some point on Polly's getaway driving skills, so she is saddling up and setting down three cred, which is a bad thing for our listeners, because that raises a clock, I believe. I'm not on mute, am I? No, no, I'm, I'm no, here. no, yeah, no, ahead. we're just done. <laughs> Alright, so Polly wagers up three. Mm-hmm. This All game right. go big or go home. Just two for Argos. Two for Argos? Correct. Okay. Anything for Jack? Uh yes, Jack is eh, it's a smuggling run and it's not really his sort of thing, so he's just gonna wager up two for this. Two for Jack, okay. Well, it's also sort of a smash and grab. That's not his thing. Smash and grab. Well, less smashing in, but more grabbing. Mm. All right. And Sky? Well, this is kind of, uh, just kind of like what she does for a bit, and this can be just one more ball in the air in terms of making a delivery. She's going to wager up two. Oof, okay. And by the way, how are those donuts? Oh, incredible. They are fabulous. <laughs> All right. And uh, what is Razor putting up? Razors. <laughs> uh, with anything, it's go to go home. So three. Oof. All right. And, He's also uh, putting his reputation on the line. Okay. So Cookie. <laughs> he doesn't have one. He wants to do this to get one. <laughs> Team high five. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Cookie, um, you are being brought into this because uh, you owe uh, a favor. Okay, uh, you're here as a a specialist. Uh, the primary reason is 
what this team is being sent to get a hold of, you need to verify that it really it's the real thing. Um, and they okay. need someone on the spot to do it because, uh, well, they may need someone on the spot to do it because there may be a choice of what to grab, and you can confirm on the spot. Okay. All right. Since you're a tech, we'll say you know you you'll be able. You've been shown the chemical structure. You know exactly what to look for. You know if it's been cut, etc. So what we're doing now is wagering, uh, wager, wagering cred. Uh, the more cred that's uh, wagered, the more possible uh, the earnings from the mission. But also. Uh, if a lot of cred is being uh, wagered, as someone else pointed out, uh, it increases the clock for the company that you're that you're running against, which means that they could take more of a notice, uh, or you can earn an enemy mm. from this. So you can wager anything from one to three. Um, let's just do an easy two. Do an easy two, okay. Oof, okay. <laughs> uh, a couple of threes in there. Mm. Fun, fun. Well, with, with this many players, you're going to have a rather large credit, um, credit score anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, the threes well, yeah. increase the legwork clock? One on the action clock, one on the legwork. Action. Okay. Right. One for each. It automates. Yep. And, I mean, it doesn't matter with the big crew. I mean, we're each going to get back individually what we put in. Mm-hmm. Times of the multiplier is. So... If somebody dies on this mission, it's not like we get their share of the money. Mm-hmm. That's well, so no, there's no, no reason saying, to shoot somebody in there. If the point is you've got a large uh, cred score, then if you've got a large team, you're going to get a large cred score no matter what happens. Well, the cred score is individualized because creds in this instance isn't actually necessarily a unit of money, but it's also our reputations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for example, Polly and Razors are staking much greater part of their reputation on this run than the other players. Mm-hmm. Which would make sense. Polly maybe have something to prove since this Madison took an instant dislike to you and uh, ra- not not even roundabout said that you were unprofessional. <laughs> so uh, you, I, I can I, I can see why Polly might have a bigger stake in that, and this Razor might be looking out and looking to prove, <laughs> get his name out there. Hey, I know I've got a big name. I don't need to prove nothing. <laughs> You keep telling yourself that. Exactly. (laughs) (coughs) Well, uh, after... uh, (coughs) Excuse me. So you're finished with your negotiation. Madison takes one of the boxes of donuts, uh, leaves the other box behind. Uh, She, Argos, uh, she puts her hand out and the uh, to seal the deal. Time's important on this one. Um, Do take the time you need to make sure you get what you want, but uh, the clock's sticking on this. Uh, and she uh, looks like she's looking up some data on her left lens again and says, uh, this offer expires in 48 hours. I shall see you rather soon. And she says, Cookie will know where to meet once you've got the product. Just so long as it's not another public venue, honey. It's, you know, amateur hour to not meet in a private location. She stares daggers at you again. (laughs) (laughs) I have a illustrated my point. <laughs> and, uh, yep, takes her box of donuts, uh, walks out the door, and leaving you guys behind a fresh dozen. All right, let's go. Oh, guys, you should try these donuts. They're delicious. <laughs> this guy's been stuffing herself. <laughs> this one's made with moose fat. Entire month of my regimen. Fat content. Smell it. <laughs> oh, I've been giving some 
15 tweaks, I can uh, stuff them, stuff my face and still fit into my flight suit. So she does. <laughs> oh, my. All right. So uh, you stay at the public place for a while, or uh, do you... I'm fairly desired to get somewhere private. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so uh, outside, Jack, um, you've been basically just... I don't know. How are you placing yourself? As you pointed out, you've got a lot of uh, area to cover. Are you just staying stationary, walking around? There are a lot of people outside talking, eating their donuts, smoking cigarettes, people passing liquor bottles around. I have just found a place where I can see the best view that I can and sat myself there off to the side somewhere. I, I can't cover as much area as... can't cover the entire area, so... That's what I got. Okay. Uh, all right. So what you notice uh, is, uh, yeah, this this will be noticeable because she, she's about the only person that's actually dressed in, you know, it's uh, it's modern, uh, but it's it's definitely a business suit. Uh, comes out with a box of uh, donuts, um, and she looks around a bit. Um, you're not quite sure if she's looking for someone or if she's maybe looking to see if she's being followed. Uh, but she pauses outside for a bit uh, before walking over to another one of these cars that look like they came out of the same motor pool that you saw earlier today. And she gets into the passenger side um, and, and it drives oh. off. Okay. Take a note of the number plate or something. Sure, yeah. You yeah. Have, uh, use. yeah, I want to run those plates if I can do that. All right, so you guys inside, uh, Polly probably keeps the party going for a little bit, uh, but eventually... <laughs> You uh, you will tire of that. Um, and what now? Do we have like a base of operations? Lapar. The the answer is always yes, unless Bert has a very good reason to say no. And it sounds like someone has decided that Lapar is the the hangout. Yep. It's probably where we went drinking after that one place, and uh, the top hat escapades were planned. Right. And if not, it is now. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, so exactly. we'll we'll take back up at the bar, um, at Le Bar. Uh, Katie, uh, just to give you some uh, some acting points on this, uh, you don't know the lady at all. Uh, just the uh, the company that you're going to uh, be owned by, um, or maybe even if you choose a company to be hunted by. Either way, uh, to pay off a favor. <laughs> you were told to meet, to go here, meet here, and uh, they gave you specific information on how to find out if a particular drug is uh, the real thing. You were also given a little bit of information on who might have it in this area. So you've got a couple of names of gangs uh, that uh, do, the dr do the drug dealing. Okay. Um, also, I'm looking through, the, what are they calling it, the playbook? Mm -hmm. Um, thing, and it says that one of my moves is called storage, and after receiving a job, I can look through accumulated parts and supplies to see what I can find to help the mission, and I roll mind, and it has, like, yes. the results. Sweet. So, yes. we uh, go back to the bar, and I'd be like, I can be like, let me check my inventory for a second, and, uh, sure. that might is be that how that works? Yeah. I've had like Partly. two hours to read this thing. <laughs> it, it might be useful for them to figure out what they need first and then uh, make the, the gear that she okay. gains 
is relevant to her chosen area expertise. of expertise. Yes. Which I am an expert in medicine and pharmaceuticals, but I also have diverse interests, so I'm also an expert in chemicals and explosives. Nice. So I went with both. <laughs> so, and it doesn't have to be defined until you actually use it, so it could, until you use it, be uh, either one of those. Mm-hmm. So do you... <coughs> sorry, allergies. So do we want me to roll now, or do we roll later, or... Roll. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> you can roll, roll now, now, and you can hold... Uh, it'll say, like, hold one, uh, choose one, etc. So you can hold it until you need it. Okay. Uh, this one gains gear, so... Yeah. Oh, it doesn't allow you to hold it till later? Well, no, gear, gear, is, gear is essentially a yeah. specific thing. Hold okay. is... Hold is something for else. Information and gear. Well, no, hold is for. We get physical uh, objects. It's the out. same thing. Yeah. So then it's you might just want the to, currency. So then you might want to yeah. wait until you find out what you need. Well, uh, not, no, uh, I don't gear. Think I have... You can spend the gear. Uh, spend for the gear for the so thing. So long as it makes sense within the fiction of the character you've created. Okay. So as Katie said, medicine, pharmaceuticals, explosives, all that stuff. So. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Katie. So it'll be 2d6 uh, plus, what does your move say? Plus what? Mind. Plus mind. Yeah. So I get a plus two. Ooh, Ooh 11. So what do you get on an 11? Um, three gear. And I'm assuming, I'm taking it as I have like three gear tokens for when I need to say, hey, I have a um, portable oh. whatever. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what you do. Yep. Okay, so now I have three gear to my shit. Okay. I have a question after, well, kind of want to get to know Cookie a little bit mm-hmm. um, and talk to her. Does uh, any information I would get from my contact um, about who might have Ice 9, does that match up with anything that Cookie would have, Any like any particular gang? Uh, that is a good question. Cookie, uh, go ahead and make me a contact. Uh, so it is going to be 2d6 plus your, what was it, edge? Okay. Cookie's got no edge. <laughs> mm. But I still got a nine. Okay. Um, so with a nine, you have two contacts in common. That she had, that she says has it, and your contact says has it. Two of them in common. Nice. That'll save us some time. <laughs> one of them is uh, one of them works out of a shooting range, um, and one of them works out of a <laughs> a video arcade. So one of these full immersion VR places, kind of like a, a paintball uh, a place that you you know have now, but is co- is complete immersion. You wear all the gear, have the guns that you go around in, but uh, the two gangs run out of those two establishments. And I'm assuming they're separate. Like one gang is at the shooting range, and one gang is at the video arcade. Yes, uh, something that everybody uh, knows in this area is that the the Yasuki uh, gang is basically in control of everything. They pushed out all the other rival gangs. Um, and they do have separate groups that all, they all work under the umbrella of the Yusuki. They're not really a corporation, but the Yusuki gang. Uh, but each of the smaller gangs do vie with one another for, for prestige. Um, so even though they're not, um, they're not working against each other for like total money and, uh, and like proceeds, uh, they do sometimes get into small 
disagreements <laughs> over things. Small uh, but, tips, you would say? Yeah, small tips. But just so everybody knows that if it's illicit uh, and can be made money from, that the Yasukis probably are the, that's that's the the umbrella that they're all working under. Okay. In other words, we're about to rob the Yakuza. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, Madison never said you had to rob it. <laughs> no, she didn't say we had to rob she... it. She said, get it. Yeah, you got to get we it. We could burgle it. <laughs> uh, are we all together discussing this? Oh, it's including yeah. Yeah. Sure. Including razors? Yeah. Uh, why, why can't we just make it? If you've got yeah. the chemical compound, why can't that's, you just make it? That's what I was going to say. Like, is there some... Does it take too long? Have you got to the time? I would say uh, it's too prohibitively expensive. Awesome. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's what Cookie is going to come up with. It, it's a long process, uh, and the ingredients to make it are prohibitive. And this stuff is already there and ready to go. And you've also got the timetable is your employer wants it in 48 hours. So he, okay, so he poses this question, and I get really nerdy, and I'm like, "Well, you see, when the AC bond is trying to, you need lots of heat, and you have to do it just right, and it don't get it to be purple when it's like." And she just kind of goes on and on and on, a little nerd and there. Guys, eyes <coughs> slowly glaze over. Not sure if it's sure. Uh, Razor's has already gone back to playing an AR game. <laughs> About five minutes later, and she goes, and that's why we don't have three months to make this. And Polly's the only one nodding along, paying attention, <laughs> giving uh, Cookie the proper authority that she deserves. I am so pretending to. Speaking of paying attention, I wasn't. Did we, did we say that the drug gang who has this is the Yasuki? Well, ostensibly, all gangs are reporting back to the Hisuki. Yeah, but which gang in particular has this? <laughs> There's two different ones uh, in this uh, in this area that you're in, in Fairbanks. Uh, one of them's running out of the video arcade, one of them's running out yeah. of the shooting Does range. One of them, do we, are we saying one of them has it, or one of them might have it? Uh, it's, they've compared notes, and as best as they can tell, either one, both of them have it. You don't know in what quantities. You might have to raid them both. Yeah, or we can get them to play off each other. If we've got competing Yakuza mini clans, get them to play off each other, and we just go in and get the uh, cleanup while they're distracted with each other. That's the easy way to do it. If you want to go hard, go hard. Well, we can do some recon and see what they have. You're a hacker, aren't you? Start hacking. Yeah, uh, the drug uh, drug dealers don't generally tend to advertise too much on the net. No, but uh, no, but Argo. their operations might have video cameras. And Argo says a soldier uses a. I mean, no, no I can find sure, out. There's no, I can, I can, can go into the shooting. Just... Yeah, Argo, so you can just walk into the shooting range and and uh, shoot them as a customer <laughs> and get some more info. Yeah, I'm gonna guess for some of the security stuff, we're gonna have to get razors on premise so he can be. He can go with me to the shooting range, and if I can get Jack to check out the in terms of the basics, I, I pull up the um, the maps of the areas and whatever sort of generally easy access information there are about the drugs and stuff, just to give a basic background package. 
Sure. Um, so, you know, ba- basic information on both of the places, you get all the registered business yeah. information on the shooting range, video game. You get uh, basically, you can pull up layouts of the buildings as far as they were filed with code. Of course, you have no idea what changes they may may have made inside. Uh, you can find out, uh, you know, hours of operation, all that stuff. It's easy enough. Um we're just going to call it Craigslist <laughs> is uh, you can look on there and there are people peddling drugs on it. You know, this is uh, be the uh, deep web. Is where they would exactly. Them. Yeah. So this is the, the stuff that you know how to get to, but isn't going to require any kind of role. Uh, so <laughs> which is not yeah. Craigslist. Craigslist is the one everyone knows about. Yeah. Uh, this no, is, this no. is the silk road of the 2020s, yeah. whatever. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, there are definitely people that are there. You can already tell there's a buzz about it and it's in short supply. Everyone's asking for ice nine, a few people, People are saying, well, I, I might be able to get you a tab or two. And they're asking enormous amounts of money. I mean, you know, comparable to, well, we shouldn't say enormous, but comparable to uh, the cheap, cheap, easy drugs. This is like, you know, buying four or five hits of something else is equivalent to one ice nine. But people are still looking for it. Oh, boy. Okay. Is there. We're not gonna be able to buy that. No, we're not going to be able to buy it. Unless we were going to have to set up set up a meet and then try to swipe it. Well, you uh, you could definitely afford just like uh, a few tabs here and there. I mean, that's easy enough. It looks like you know that's 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 not going to hurt anybody's uh, digital bank account too much. But for the, the the five kilos worth this woman's asking for, yeah, that's that's a large sum. <laughs> so here's a question. Um, the only thing I could say is try to. Ar- Maybe Argos at the shooting range, maybe Razors at the VR uh, arcade, see if you can score. And then we can have Cookie here check and see who has the purest. So you actually want me to buy this? No, just buy a tab from, okay. each, from each contact and saying, well, if this is the real you know, if this is the real deal, or if this is as good as you say, we'll be back, or I'll be back for more. And the, but, but before we commit to... Uh, Doing pouring any serious resources into one place or the other, check and see if the product that they show up with is actually the product. Yeah, it's pretty smart actually. Get a sample from each each company mm. or each uh, band and see which one's the real stuff, or if neither are. Let's do that. Yeah, hey, Razors, I'll hang with you. You seem like a pretty cool cat. Yeah, I've got all the things. All right, let me just look at the uh, legwork phase here and see how this would plan into it. <clears throat> solid uh, solid way to do that, though. Hmm. Thinking. Uh, let's see, legwork phase. Hit the street, research, uh, contact news. All right, so first of all, Razor, you want to set up uh, a buy from uh, one of the two places. Uh, yep. Okay. All right. Uh, the only thing that would probably do contact for help. Come on, be a cool role. Be a cool. Yeah, that's going to be neither a hit. I, th- I think you could just do that. I mean, there's nothing. There's okay. there's no there's no downside or upside to it. So you're just making a buy. Yeah. Uh, so you go onto the deep web. Um, you, you find uh, from each place. Uh, and let's see. Yeah. How would you? Okay, no, it's easy to tell. It's easy to tell because they tell you, like, you know, hey, you want a tab? We can sell you X tabs. Come down to the shooting range or come down to the video. Okay, so you, you can yep. figure it out that way. Yeah. Uh, so you arrange to buy a couple of tabs from each. All right. No problem. So, yep, I do. I set it up. Yep, we'll be down there to, at different times, obviously. I'm not going to set it up for the same time because that's just been silly. Yeah. 
they're basically the opposite ends of the town, so they don't conflict too much with uh, their, you know, who they're selling to. Um, mm. And so, oh, we'll say you put it a couple hours apart. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can get both places on my motorcycle, because that's the only form of transport I'm, I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah, there's really good public transport as well, though. Why would I do that when I can ride my yeah, motorcycle? Exactly. Uh, yeah, the questions in the roll twenty tab. I don't really think this counts as a move because there's no significant. You only roll the dice when there is uh, when there's really a downside. To I'd not- say there could be a downside is the fact that hey, these people are asking about it, and then all of a sudden we get hit. Hmm, who was just asking about it? These first person was. Well, yeah, there, there could be a downside. That's a bit with- suspicious. There could be a downside you know, going forward, but right now all you're doing is just making a buy. Okay, that's the, the whole, that's the whole point of the legwork. Yes, but the upside could be we could get, if we're like actually going to the place, we could get an intelligence or a gear somehow. Yeah. Uh, like particularly intelligence in this case would be maybe we get the layout of the place we're about to hit. Mm-hmm. Just as, you know, hypotheticals. Now, do we want razors to go to both of them or was I supposed to take the shooting range? You were supposed to take the shooting range. Well, Razor doesn't have to say who he is. I mean, he just makes the buy and, you know. Yeah, okay. I'm still separated anyway because if something happens, it will be. And we'll do even just one person like the rest of us around the place to swarm in if need be. Okay. Um, let's see. What would it most likely let's see research? Okay, we'll do, we'll do it uh, We'll do it each place then. Uh, so which one are you going to set up first? The arcade or the shooting range? Shooting range. Shooting range, okay. Yep. Are, are you going? Are you sending Argos with the information? Uh, I think we might all be in the area, but we just send Argos in, in particular to get it. <clears throat> okay. That's the way I sort of read the situation. I could be wrong. I'm going to have Jack check around the outside for me. Sure. See the back doors where they're probably loading, on, unloading. Yeah. Going to do assess while we're here. Yeah. So Sorry. we're in the area, but he's doing the actual meet. Right. Okay. Um, out of the options, um, I would think either research or hit the streets. Um, I would say you could use hit the streets as uh, Razors has just created the contact. Okay, by mm-hmm. setting up the buy. So I I could see rationales for either one. So Argos, I will let you choose. Do you want to hit the street, or do you want to research? I would rather do research, but it seems to me more of a hit the streets, get your feelers out there, because I'm trying to interact with people. Okay. Uh, Fiction takes precedence, so if you feel that hit the streets fits more, I would say go with that. A nine, okay. Choose two from the list below. Um, All right, let's set it up, and then you can choose your two. So the shooting range, uh, also 24-7 establishment. A lot of things are here opened uh, all night and all day long. There are a lot of bikes parked outside. Uh, not an uncommon thing getting through traffic here. Bikes are one of the easiest ways if you don't have a hovercraft. Uh, Razors passes along the information of who you need to talk to. You're supposed to uh, ask for a guy named Gary. Gary will be wearing like a, a white sleeveless t-shirt, uh, bald on the top, and got a really long beard. It's just the description that you're given of it. And uh, you're, you're told to bring uh, 
Uh, uncertified cred stick. Uncertified just means that the cred stick isn't, uh, your creds aren't attached to any particular account, so it can't be traced. No, nothing illegal about that, by the way. Argos is doing his level best to seem disorganized mm-hmm. as he goes in. Okay. Uh, at the front desk, uh, they've actually got a checkout counter where you can uh, pay to play. They've got a number of different firearms that you can check out, uh, take it to the shooting range. You can buy ammo, uh, etc. They've even got a setup range where you can try some explosives. They've got various grenades you can try, uh, etc. If you bring your own in, of course, they've, uh, by law, they've got to actually check to make sure it's registered, uh, <laughs> etc. Um, and they don't seem Bert? to really be doing that. People in front of you are walking in with some just enormous hand cannons, and they're just like, is it registered? Yes, sir, of course it is. Right, there you are. <laughs> Take lane five. Uh, the guy behind the desk fits the bill of this Gary to a T. He's got a dirty T-shirt on, uh, bald head, really, he's got like, his beard is like two feet long, hangs down and covers up uh, most of his bulbous belly. Um He's got a cigar between his mouth, unlit, because, you know, the laws won't allow us to smoke in buildings these days. Well, you should be able to do what you want. All right. Did you come armed? Uh, no. I did not. Okay. Assault rifle. I can't tote that around. <laughs> Sprawl. Well, you're, you're next up in line, and he notices that you're not carrying a case or anything. He says, well, it'll be a pleasure today. He does this big sweeping arm movement behind him at the wall of uh, guns, uh, rifles, pistols, grenades, everything. <laughs> you, you Gary? Yeah, I'm Gary. Uh, one yeah. of my... He points to that non-existent uh, name tag on his shirt. That's <laughs> coming here from the, the frozen water, the ice. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, he kind of nods. He kind of nods and says, "Of course, you want to check out the special. I got gotcha. you. Let's see the color of your uh, chips there." He there. He's doing his best to look like he's shaky and rubbing yeah. his hands huh. together. Aren't you a little old for this stuff? Fun doesn't know an age. Oh yeah, he's and like, they do oh, my I like you. Uh, okay, so you slide over, uh, certified for the amount that, uh, you know, the, was agreed upon. Uh, he slides it. He says, okay, you want Alley 5. Uh, he hands you over, uh, a set of, uh, over the ear, you know, like ear protection. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he kind of taps the left, uh, ear cover as he hands it over to you. I take it and go to Alley 5 as okay. it were. Uh, so you walk through the establishment and, uh, you find the lanes are, are numbered. Evens are on the right hand side. Odds are on the left hand side. They've got a locker room as well. And Razor brought up the city planning for the building. So you're kind of going along to see what matches and what doesn't. All right. Now here's where you pick what you rolled. All right. I don't have, let me see if well, that moves up real quick. Sure. You, you did hit the street, right? Yes. Looking at it from my perspective, I think this really would be more of a research uh, role. I agree. Actually, looking at what you could get from it. Because you are investigating a person, place, or object, Mm -hmm. which is right there in the move. And uh, this is the one that lets you ask questions, whereas the other one gets you gear, generally speaking. 
So uh, as much as possible, I agree with the research hobby being better. So what is your uh, what is your mind? What would you normally have added to that? One. One. So you got a ten then. So he gets mm. an intel, mm-hmm. and the MC will answer your question and answer a follow up question from this list as well. So basically, ask a question about the place. Yeah. About the place or the drug itself? Uh, kind of, uh Any question. You're you in ask. the building, yeah. Basically, you could ask about the drug as well. But you're also, you've got eyes on the inside of the establishment. And as I was kind of intimating, uh, you know what the place is supposed to look like by the planning? And here's where you can find out if it doesn't match up. Just as a suggested, not the thing you have to take. I guess I'm looking for, where would I, where's the entrance to the back room? Ah, yes. Uh, looking around, uh, you do figure out that the establishment is a little deeper than what it says on its uh, planning record. And it looks like you have to go through the locker room. Uh, so it looks like it's added on to the back end of the locker room. And that's past all the fire shooting range. Yes, it is. It's at the very end. Fantastic. It looks like it's a public locker room, though. Sure, what I got to this, I can go in there. I can go in there, right? Yes. Yeah, it's not locked or anything. It's basically, uh, you've got, uh, they do have uh, men's side, women's side. Um, and uh, you go in, and each side has a, a full you know, showering facility. It's got lockers, etc. And uh, you notice that there are rows of snack machines uh, across the back end. Uh, okay, so let me let me lay this out a little bit more. So you've got an entrance to the left as you're facing it, which is the men's, uh, to the right, which is the women's. And it looks like uh, each of those areas kind of go into the, the showering facilities. And then they both have doors into a common area in the middle, okay? And in the common area, uh, there is, you know, there's some exercise equipment, like a mini gym. There's also the back of it is lined. The whole back wall is lined with convenience machines, like you can buy earplugs, you can buy shooting goggles, you can buy uh, shooting gloves, you can buy small packs of ammo, you can buy some chips, you can buy some... The whole back wall is lined with these. And looking, comparing dimensions, the only other room that could be attached would be behind this bank of convenience machines. Do these have any sort of hackable system? Uh, almost certainly, yes. All right, how would I get razors attached to them? Um, we'll count that as my follow-up. Okay. Let's see. Um, I would imagine that all of you guys have some communications set up with each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's say that you can contact Razors, um, and you can tell them what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Hey, Razors, you there? No. I go smash. Some... Kind of like the small gym exercise area back of the building. And they got a bunch of machines. I was wondering if you want to take a look at them. Uh, it would be so much more helpful. Yeah. You can take a look at the net presence uh, because all of these things have to be connected to be able to do a chip transfer of uh, money. Hmm. Also, I can probably uh, go in through his... Would we say they had a pan? Was this the communicator a pan, or was that something? Else? Yeah, yeah, it's personal access numbers, whatever. You can go through his devices. Uh, yeah, yeah. Check through his devices. Use his devices as a local source to ping local areas and do mm-hmm. search on machines. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so let me think about this. Should should razors have a second role, or should this be how uh, Argos gets his information from research? Uh. 
So I'm only answering a question. Uh, go ahead, Stephen. I'm just talking to myself. You can argue that uh, Razor's now gets a role to for himself, or you could just give the answer that we seek to move the story along. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go with B myself. Just yeah. Just, just say here's the answer. Move on. So Razor, what you notice is that uh, Argos counts out each of the machines from you, left to right, tells you uh, what they're selling, and you find out that the one that's uh, off middle. Uh, actually isn't connected to any kind of uh, pan. It has no, it has no monetary exchange function at all. Like it's not connected. Sure. So you're looking through it through your devices, and you're not seeing a machine where Argo says there's a machine. Yeah, that machine there. <laughs> that machine is standing front of right now. <laughs> the one that has bags of crisp in it that are dated three years ago. <laughs> So they're still what? fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Comparatively. One, you can only turn the code E7 on, although there is no option E7. It's odd. <laughs> that one. That one's a bit old. Uh, I, I can just get Jack back here if this is where we decided to ha- break into. He can get through that easy. Uh, you are the only one in the, the back room right now, although you do hear some people in the showers. I'll take a... Just look at the kind of the specs on the machine mm-hmm. so I can give Jack an idea what it'd be going up against if we come back. Um, I'm not going to mess with it for fear of any security precautions. Sure. Uh, I tell you what, this sounds like an assess move to me. <laughs> hmm. What's that? At edge? Oh, plus edge. Five. Okay, so... Uh, it's, it's just a wall and okay. No, so you do what you set out to do. I mean, you get the serial number of the machine. You know, you figure out what it's selling. Uh, you find its vendor number, that sort of thing, looking over it. But you don't uh, really come up with anything extra special about the process. Okay, so you do that, and uh, by the time you're finished checking it out, uh, a couple of people do come out of the shower uh, facilities and are heading over to lockers. So you've got a small crowd in here now. I take my leave. To- in case it wasn't assumed, I do take the drug out of the left. Yeah. Yep. You pop open the case, and sure enough, there's a little packet, three tablets in it. I leave that at station. Wow. As I- oh, you're you're breaking up a little bit there, Michael. I just said I was going to leave the uh, earmuffs. Yeah. Whatever. At its station aisle four, wherever he sent me on my way out. Okay. Uh, sure enough, Vienna, as you leave, he says, uh, come back anytime. Money's always good here. Uh, you don't respond. Just keep walking. <laughs> keep walking. All right. So you've got a little bag with, uh, three white tablets in it. It's got the number nine, or maybe that's a six printed on it. Depends how it tastes, I guess. <laughs> right. Okay, now what? Now it's Razor's turn to go inside. The <laughs> VR, of course. All right. Video arcade. Razor, it's your turn. Um, okay, uh, this one uh, doesn't have a lot of people parked outside of it, uh, but you do notice uh, that there are large, uh, like vans, like uh, uh, you know, well, free candy on the side, <laughs> <laughs> large white unmarked vans. Uh, no, it just looks like there's lots of vehicles that carry uh, like multitudes of people, you know, like uh, you know, vans. Um, uh, SUVs, uh, you got a couple of hover, uh, <laughs> not tanks, but, uh, hover cars that uh, can do lots of people at a time. And there's lines outside. Uh, apparently what it is, is, uh, 
Uh, yes, we need to mark the intel gained from Stephen there. Um, so it looks like tonight is a competition night. There are teams here. Uh, they're all geared up in their VR gear. They've got their VR <laughs> rifles, etc. Uh, they're all lined up outside getting ready to uh, to take on each other. There's a lot of smack talk back and forth. And then you walk in. Actually, you fit in pretty well with your, uh, your multicolored or whatever color of the night it is, mohawk. Yeah. Um, uh, people are looking in uh, as you're coming in. Are you a big person? Uh, on the larger side, not over, not not zero crusher size or anything, but it would be on the larger side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so your information here was uh, you're supposed to go in and uh, ask for Pac-Man. <laughs> all right. Yep. Well, let's do that. We go in, look around, and see what machines we have. So there are a lot of people all geared up. You know, they're they're getting themselves into a frenzy. Uh, they're drinking all kinds of uh, extremely caffeinated beverages, uh, smack talking back and forth. Uh, you take your place in line. You're about you're the only person here alone, by the way. Everyone else is like in teams of four, six, ten. Um, you're getting the the hairy eyeball from a lot of them uh, as you uh, step over. They've got other than just the VR. Uh, shooter games. They've got other types of games in there as well, yeah, including old tank. arcade cabinets. Yep. <clears throat> uh, oh, so well, you yeah, step up. You probably talked to some of the people. So, what game are you in for? That's that thing I mastered that when I was ten. <laughs> Screw you, man! <laughs> <laughs> I can take you all on by myself and still win easily. <laughs> oh yeah, that causes a, a small. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't even have gear. You buy that loner crap, you you you're nothing. I don't need that to back me up, man. Whereas you need all the help you can get. <laughs> oh yeah, um, a lot of that, lot of that uh, posturing going on when you, you yep. finally get to the top. It's like, so uh, who are you with? I'm here by myself. I thought it little be old, old style stuff. Yeah, the game they call what's the game? Mac Pack. Oh no, Pac-Man. Um Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, how much credits do you want? Was that part of the instructions too or not? Nope. Uh, the guy just seems like he's, uh, you know, he's, you know, you can see the arcade cameras behind you. It seems like he's just asking how many credits do you want for a game? Yeah. Uh, Turning yeah, your credits into coins or tokens or whatever. Yeah. As much as I need to break the ice. You know what I mean? I'm not talking black, red, or blue. Yeah, he looks completely puzzled. I just need to know how many rolls of coins you want, man. Uh, it's a Pac-Man, right? God damn, yep. that's a popular game. Freaking old. He looks around and says, like, you know what, a couple of tokens, a roll? It's kind of yeah, hard. Me... <laughs> no, I'll, I'll take a roll. Give me a roll. All right. Yeah, he gives a roll of tokens. Uh, yeah. You make your way back. Uh, so this is, you know, this is really old classic video cabinets that have been restored back here. And there are a few people playing. Slotting oh, tokens. you have to yeah. use your hands? Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Joysticks, buzzers, uh, a lot of people playing. Uh, you notice that some of the machines, uh, some of the machines actually uh, next to the coin slots also have uh, chip slots, which is definitely not standard. Uh, you see a few guys that are kind of looking around. They're younger, you know, like barely into their teens. And uh, a couple of his buddies are standing around him as he slots in a coin. And you notice that uh, something drops out of the coin slot. Uh, on this uh, Galaga game that he is, uh, he's playing around with. He looks around and he kind of just swipes it out and they walk out real fast. <laughs> so, uh, you're in front of Pac-Man and Pac-Man, in fact, does have a slot as well. I'll repeat their action then since I was like, oh, that's how you do it, right. All right. So uh, the other instruction was, you know, 
you know, uncertified cred stick with this amount, et cetera. Yep. You, you slop it in and, uh, yeah, the little bag drops out, three pills in it, white with a number six or nine on it. Okay. All right. So while you're in here, do you want to take an action? You want to take a move? Yep. Uh, since I haven't actually looked at what's available to me, under the cover of actually playing the Pac-Man game, I'll be checking out the presence in the room and see what sort of dark zones and move access and stuff, uh, net access and stuff I can get to. Oh, nice. Seeing what this place is like. Uh, so it actually does take your coin. The cabinet does actually play a game. Yeah. And so yeah. you're doing that. You're flipping over VR and uh, taking a look, or are you looking around yep. like uh, in physical VR? VR. I, don't, I don't know that it makes space. So uh, go ahead and you find the system. Go ahead and give me a login roll. Woo! Is that it's plus synth. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh wow! Yeah. In clean, no problem there at I all. Own the system, bitch. <laughs> uh, you're in. Uh, you find security cameras. Uh, you find that they are tracking everyone's pan inside, so they know where people are. So you can also see mass where most people are moving around, uh, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a public restroom in the back. Um, uh, you're looking around. You think it's kind of odd that it's got security cameras in the public restroom, not like just outside the door where most of them are. Well, I don't know. Maybe that sort of establishment. <laughs> perfectly normal, perfectly natural. It's only in the men's room. They don't have right. one in the women's. And is there a zone? Also, I've got the schematics, so I compare the security cameras to the schematics. Yep. Like, on. Is there an area of the building here which doesn't actually seems to be camera it up, which has been perhaps linked to the men's room? Uh, yeah, bathroom's too small. Uh, the area yeah. that it's in shows that there being a much larger bathroom. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's where it is then. All right. So you have a, you're also in, so you can see their security system. Um, yep. You do again. They do, have, they do have some silent triggers around. It looks like uh, oddly again, uh, the men's room seems to have a motion sensor and a trigger on the men's room door. Okay, I want to see if I can set my own thing to, again, to say when we come and if we need to, I can basically silence ourselves on the security system. Right. That sounds like a compromised security for me. It does too. It's uh, a synth roll. It's a plus no, mine, actually. Boom, oh, come on, double one. Ooh, double six. All right. Um, That's not great. You trick it on alert, which may have additional consequences. Okay, so... Ooh. Uh, so you are aware that uh, in trying to uh, compromise the security and to overwrite them that you have set off uh, something. Uh, it's not a sound alarm. I mean, not, no alarms are going off in the establishment, well, as far as you can tell. I mean, there's alarms mm. and whistles and bells going on all around you. Uh, but it seems that something has been alerted. So what do you do? Someone clean. I'm just going to... Um, can I minimize... I want to minimize my presence but stay in for the moment. Just to see what their reaction is. Okay, fair enough. So are you going to stay jacked in or not? Yeah, I want to minimize my presence. Yeah, but minimize my presence as far as I can. Basically, stealth myself. I don't know what that is. Stealth myself. So I just want to observe what happens. Uh, Okay, so what I'm going to need to do... I could almost say that would be a jack-out role, sort of I'm prepared to jack-out sort of thing. Well, it all depends. That's why I asked. So for yeah. now, you're staying jacked in and, and still yep. remaining where you are physically. So I yep. need you to make a melt ice roll, as apparently okay. they do have uh, some ice that's attempting to Come do on. some nasty stuff to you. Can I kill myself here? It is a it's... plus edge roll. Or you can jack out. Uh, that's the other option. No, I'm staying in. So that's staying a 10. In. I'll take 10. that. Yeah. 
<laughs> you, de- you evade, destroy, or temporarily disable system of your choice. Evade. So I want to monitor, so I'm evading, so I can see what it does. So next time around, maybe I'll get some sort of, I'll know what to look for. Okay, so you know that it does have encounter in, in uh, intrusion measures available, and you're mm-hmm. successfully evading it. You're keeping yourself from being seen. Uh, it looks like I'm going to even say you're going to be able to analyze it. That's a good role. Uh, so it looks like it's going to. It, what its its function is is not to uh, overwhelm you or fry you. Its function is to tag you. It will get into your gear, into your system, and basically put a tracer on you. That's Ooh, its don't function. Don't want that. Okay, so after a bit, after it's not able to find you, um, you do notice that uh, there's some uh, kind of tough-looking guys uh, coming through, kind of just poking their heads here and there. Um, they definitely don't look like the, the game-playing variety. These look like more of your, your knuckle-dragging and uh, <laughs> not-so-welcoming wagon. Uh, and so you're still kind of playing the Pac-Man game. you got your roll yep. of, of coins out. And uh, so, yeah, they poke their head in. And they kind of look around, uh, and they approach you. Now I'll check out. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so you cool you don't have any damage coming at you, so you don't have to nope. roll to jack out. You can just jack out. Okay, that's all right then. Yeah. That's a cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, you jack out. You're you're losing nope. quite horribly in the Pac Man game because you're not paying a lot of attention. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, one of them stands at the entrance and kind of uh, turns his back, so he's kind of keeping other people from coming in. One of them approaches you um, and says, uh, so uh, he looks at the machine you're standing on. He uh, says, uh, everything uh, all right here, sir? Yeah, except for being hassled by goons like you. Yeah, he gets he's a little steamed at that. He's like, uh, suggest if you've got your product that you take a hike. I'm just trying to play the game here. I, I can see him just sort of scattering the coin and saying, you're over. Okay. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. He, well, he In which takes, case, you go, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> Can't step up to this. I leave. How old is Razors? <laughs> is he a young guy? No, nah, he's a, um, old. Well, no, he's... Late teens. Okay. Late teens. Yeah. Uh, all right. Good enough. <laughs> Dumb young punk. <laughs> okay. So, uh, let's see. On the legwork clock, what happens if uh, things don't go exactly your way? Is there a... Uh, uh-huh. Let's see. Things are brilliantly our way as far as I can tell. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Let me just look up something real quick here. Well, whenever you fail a roll, the clock advances. Yes. Uh, and then the clock should have something in advance. And when the character misses and the MC has a chance to make a mission move, okay, yeah, so it's just an advance of the clock. And my move was basically to show some thugs. Uh, I showed you the danger. That's what I did. Um, oh, when you successfully access in the. Oh, assess in the matrix. All right, so, okay, so clock moves up a little bit. Uh, they know that their their system has been intruded upon, uh, so yeah, that it's going to make things a little rougher. But uh, you get out, you got your sample pack, uh, and you and Argos are back now. Now what? Cookie. Yep. Check him out. Yep. All right, Cookie. Are you still with us, Katie? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to have you do. Let's see what would work here. 
mind roll, right? I'm just seeing if there's a move. It's probably just going to be a straight-up mind roll, though. Um, it would be research, which isn't that what you just said, mind not really. You know what? This doesn't. This isn't deserving of a role because it's just a yes or no question to a, a single answer, uh, and you really can't get any more information out of it than whether it's really the stuff or not. So what I'm going to say is, uh, Cookie, uh, you have what you need to test the tablets on you. Uh, you basically you crush them up, put them in a couple of uh, beakers, uh, add a little uh, uh, alcohol, and uh, got some litmus strips on you that you uh, start checking. Um, and what it turns out is the stuff that came out of the gun shop or the shooting range is only about 60, it's, it's only about 40% pure. It's cut 60, 40. Uh, the rest of it is sugar. And the stuff in the video arcade is even less. It's about 20%. Uh, so they do have some of the real stuff, but they are definitely cutting it. Okay. Um, would... I'd be able to declare contact. Yes. What do you want? Um, can I say that I have a um con? A, uh, hold on. Go to someone else. Baby's crying. Sure. Okay, I'll good be enough. Be right back. Uh, yeah, let's take care of what Jameis is saying. When you connect to a secure system, roll roll mind. Um, let's see, what does that do for you? Let's see if it's worth retconning. Uh, this is, uh, we, blah, blah, blah. Uh, while in the system, you may spend one whole twin of the following effects, preventing a constructor from triggering an alert. Avoid an extra thing executed against you, or increase your hold. Uh, it's potentially good to use as it would rewind a clock. Hmm. Yeah. I can roll mine now and see if we can. Right? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, give it a roll. Uh, we didn't want to this. No, nah, I didn't make it anyway, so yeah. nah. and I get and there's nothing if I don't. There's no repercussions if you don't make it. Nah. Okay, so that's perfect. That works out. Yeah. It's fine. Done. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll come back to Katie with her contact in a moment. Music in this podcast was created by Kevin McLeod. More great music can be found at his website at incompetech.com. If you enjoy the show, we would love to hear from you. You can find links to our public forums, the software that we use, and other information at our homepage at bluemagic.com. That's B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K. Reviews on iTunes, recommends at rpgpodcasts.com, and email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com are also appreciated. Thank you for listening. Thank you.